Hello all, it's Matt. Welcome to part three of our Fate game, which we're calling The Beaten Generation. I would recommend consulting our website, actualplay.network, or your podcast feed for the previous episodes of this series before listening to this one. Thank you, and enjoy the show. I'm here! Rudy just looks around at everyone and goes, So, that just happened, yeah? Well, it depends. Did you just die? So I just died. I, I don't know if it's him that I died. I got Why are you two covered in blood? They just I died. Why are you? Yeah, we were dead. Oh my god, I why died, are you two covered in blood? See? Because I murdered the bear. What are you talking about? I, I died. Alright, oh, the bear. I remember that. I what do you mean you died? Wait, do you not remember? Remember what? We're here for the festival. No, Great, not... so you're not going to be helpful. That's not good. That's actually the first thing we need to test. What is going on? Well, we all died. Unless Jenny, Martin, have you been drinking? No, well, yeah, like technically, I don't. That's a tr that's a tough question. Um, you are still you still do have the aspect intoxicated from last time. I mean, I'm drunk now, but I haven't <laughs> been drinking yet today. Sorry for shouting. Why don't the rest of you find me when you've sobered up of whatever's going on? That thing starts to stalk away. Jenny has already kind of like meandered from the crowd, lit up a cigarette, and is kind of looking off at the lighthouse. Yeah, people are keeping a wide berth from you. And I, I start heading towards it. Rudy, you got to change your clothes and anywhere on you? I mean, not on you, but like... No. <laughs> well, I mean, not that would fit you. Bring your own clothes. I mean, I have some. They're just back at wherever we were staying. That's a bit of a ways away and you got a briefcase on you, right? Did you bring it? Yeah, are you holding it? Yeah, I'm looking at your hands. Do you have it? Am I seeing it? Yeah, that... Yeah, but that's for... There it is. Things, not... I don't just carry around parts in my briefcase. I mean, my thing is more reasonable to have in a suitcase, so it's reasonable I'd think that I think, but I can understand specifically in this situation why it is the other way. So I'll give you a pass. But I really wish I had some well, jeans. thank you. Oh, go... Okay. We're not doing this. Is there any, um... Oh, I can just get some band tees and some band shorts. <laughs> some band shorts. Someone's gonna uh, sell some shorts. You guys see, uh, Wolf, uh... Wolf... A person with a wolf mask walk by, followed by a few, a handful of other animal masks. Oh, I want to go check the tree, see if that wolf mask is up there. Martin's gonna go look for uh, places that sell clothes. Um, so Martin, you realize uh, travels previously. You realize that the uh, island's pretty much closed. And uh, Rudy, you're gonna go check for that wolf mask. That's weird because mine's on that and it's not repeating. Just yeah, like, just the dot. Yeah, that is weird. Why don't you do, why don't you just follow along with me? I'm gonna stop getting fancy. So there's no clothes around here? The shops are all closed. Oh, bugger all. Is there a stream around? Yeah, you're on an island. Alright, well I'm gonna go soak in the water and rinse out my hair and soap up. Can I buy, can I get soap? This has got to be someone with soap. Ah. Yeah, well, I mean, there's like a, fair, a festival and a fairground sort of around, so there's a lot of like crafty type things. So there's like artisanal soaps and some uh, wool sweaters and things. But there's not you couldn't like you couldn't come across a whole outfit, for example. But you could probably cobble together enough. You cobbled something together. All right, well, I'm gonna change into something, whatever, and uh, go have a quick bath in the island water and uh, be on my way back. Whew! Okay, we do. It's chilly. Chilly out. We can cut over. We can cut over to Jenny if you want. Yeah. Oh, did yeah. I find the thing? Yeah, the, the wolf mask is not in the tree. Okay. 
Jenny's headed to the lighthouse. Yes. There's an old man sitting outside, smoking a cigarette. Is it that old man? It is that old man. I pull up next to him. Cigarette in my mouth, and I can I borrow a light? Sure, here you are. Thanks. Came down for the festival, did you? Yeah. I heard about it. I assume you're a local here. Yes, uh, I actually work at this lighthouse. Hmm. Can I help you? Uh, I extend my hand. Emily, how do you do? Ah, my name's Jacob. Hi, uh, Jacob. How long you been? How long you been here, Jacob? My whole life. Oh. My parents came to the island in their adulthood, and I was born here. Jacob, this is gonna seem peculiar. I'm from London, and we don't have much. Can I see the lighthouse? Yeah, of course. Why not? I've never been at the top one. I've always wanted to. It doesn't bother me at all. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Hey, you live here? Yeah, I live up in the top oh. in the apartment. Like a little bird's nest. I suppose. It's a bit lonely, I'll be honest. Yeah, wouldn't but I would I would imagine. When we get to kind of like the landing, that would be his room. Mm-hmm. How much space you have in here? It's just like a, basically a studio apartment oh, type of space. With uh, it's a two well no, it's more it's bigger than that. It's two, it's two floors of uh, living space, um, two small floors. I'm gonna put him to sleep. You're gonna have to make a roll for that and spend a fate point. Well, how are you spe- how are you putting him to sleep? With magic? With magic. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to be using a fate point. A sweet lullaby. Oh boy. Do we get our fate points back? Yeah, you do. You're up to three. So back down to two. Okay, 4DF plus modifier. Yep. And what's your modifier? I, my modifier is going to be sneaky. Okay. Makes sense. Because I'm trying to very subtly basically invade his mind. So that isn't a, a great role. However, when you're in there, you are able to um, put him to sleep. However, you don't have the subtlety that you um, that you wanted to have. And uh, he... His, like, nose, just, like, blood just bursts out of it, and he, like, crumples to the ground, his eyes rolling back into his head. Yeah, James, I suppose that was my backup plan anyway, if the spell didn't work. And I drag him over to his bed, mm-hmm. and I tie him to it. Like, so, tight. Uh, you want to just tell us what exactly you're, you're looking around for, and then we'll cut to the other two for a minute? What do you mean I'm looking here? Well, what are you doing here in this, uh, are you just tying him up? Oh, I'm tying him up, and I'm guessing I'm going to look for personal effects, like maybe a diary. And then, okay. on my, and then on my way out, does he have any... I'm looking to look for something heavy inside of his room. Yeah, he's actually got a strange uh, statue. It's um, it's a, like a, it's a bronze apple tree. All right. Very ornate and very heavy. It's about, it's about two feet tall. So I bring that outside with me, plus any, like, you know, diaries or personal effects like that. Yep. Anything that would have a strange symbol to it. Mm-hmm. Anything that seems to allude to societies, you know what I mean. You know, you know what I'm looking for. Clues. Yeah, and clues, clues make themselves known. You know a clue when you see it. Yeah, sure. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to. Well, I mean, his room, his room is not that big. No, no, you're, you're totally able to find his diary. Okay. And uh, you can skim through it. I'm going to look but... for photos too. Okay. Yeah, there's actually not any photos at all. Okay. If I'm in the thing, but there is. Um, a diary and it's filled with like just the most banal observations of uh weather patterns and and astro- astronomical observations and things like that and day-to-day life like meal lists and really nothing exciting at all or notable now important in astrological things no no references to ursa majors or ursa minors no 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 it's mainly his yeah no nothing like that well no that's not true he does note like when the when uh, constellations become visible in the night sky. Yeah, not those 
particularly, and they weren't recent, recently available to him. All right. So I'm gonna after I so there's not much here of note then. You say in his room? Yeah, I wouldn't say so. All right. So I'm gonna take. I'm gonna drag the bronze statue out of his room. Mm-hmm. Yep. And tie the doorknob to the bronze statue. Okay. So you're gonna kind of like you tied him. You knocked him out. Tied him to his tied bed. Tied him to his bed, and mm-hmm. put the statue. Gotcha. As like a counterweight on the other side of the door. Yep. And then we head to the top of the lighthouse. All right. So let's cut over to uh, Rudy and Martin. Yeah, you guys are. Did you guys find each other again, or did, are you still separate? I can come back with uh, dried off. Yeah, we should group up. Hair tied up. All right, I'm clean, not covered in blood, and I look relatively normal. What do you think? I'm doing a full turnaround. Give me a good look. What do you think? Yeah, you're fine. All right, excellent. They, uh, uh-huh. He does their uh, buddy handshake that they always do. Uh huh. So, uh, what's our plan here? Not entirely sure. Uh, I'd say. This time around, let's make a note of when um, the bear wolf attacks. No, not bear wolf. Bear where? Bear wolf. The, yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, make a note of when that occurs. So the, next, the time after this, because I know we are going to probably not succeed this go. Um, we can maybe stop that and maybe baby steps. This is our official thing. First draft. Right. Actually, now that I think about it, we should probably regroup with Jenny. That way we've got all the intel in one place. We can make a plan and not get more confused. So, and Rudy's going to walk towards the lighthouse. Okay. As you guys are walking, um, someone goes, Martin, is that you? No. Martin. I assume Martin was walking with you. Yeah. I'm not addressing um, you. Yeah, Martin was walking with him. And then, uh, do I recognize the voices at Cassidy? Hello, Martin. Is he in front of us or behind us? He's off to the side as you guys walk. He catches you. He sees you from a distance. Uh, as they're going by, are, uh, how fast are we walking, Rudy? We can certainly walk faster. Uh, yeah, we start. We pick up the pace a little bit. And Martin turns to him. He's like, oh, I'm so, he's like mouthing like, "Oh, I'm sorry. I, I gotta get. I just. I'm so, he's like hand gesturing like telephone. Like, I'm just so sorry. I'm busy. Right, I'll get later. Okay. Later. He I'll see the peace sign and like. It goes back to the watch on the bands. So you guys head off to the lighthouse? Yes. So, Jenny, you get to the top of the lighthouse? Yeah. Um, and what do you... You're going to, like, look out the the top? Yeah. I'm what, gonna what see, you, I'm, that's what I'm, I'm going to see what I can see, like what my kind of vantage is from up here. So you see the... Um, you can see most of the uh, Summer Isle from here. You can see the uh, large uh, sort of covered figure of where the Wicker Man will be, which is just, like, a few hundred feet behind the stage. You can see um, the coast of Summer Isle with its three three uh, forts or converted castles. Um, there's, there's three castles on Summer Isle. And um, you can see uh, the festival spread up below you in the town, the small town that um, where everyone lives. And you can see um, in the sky just like loads and loads, like at a natural amount of crows um, sort of gathering, swooping about far, far above the uh, crowd. Yeah, so I, what I would like to do is I would basically like to cast a spell to sense that if anyone is watching me and to s- sort of see through their eyes. If anyone is watching you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, you don't have to uh, spend a fate point for that. Okay. So basically I'll take some of the fresh blood on my coat Yep. and draw like a, a, like a large set of eyes on my forehead Yep. and then close my own 
and center myself. So go ahead and make a roll. And I would say this adds... This seems careful. Certainly. Or, you know what? I would say I'm being clever. I think both would apply. I, I think I'm fine with both. I'm better at being clever. Yeah, okay. So you are fairly certain that nobody is watching you. Okay. Uh, except, of course, you do sense the presence of your two friends uh, right. entering the lighthouse and coming up the stairs. So and what do you want you... Go ahead. <clears throat> so my spell basically finds no purchase, more or less. Yeah, there's no one... Um, no one's watching you through magical or other or otherwise means. Right. Outside of perhaps errant stairs, of just people well, looking at a lighthouse. Yeah, there doesn't even seem to be anyone looking at the lighthouse. To be honest, okay. The uh, the concert is drawing almost everyone's eyes. Um, so, so you, go ahead. I rise and clean my head off. The, well, I mean, to the best of my ability. So, what about the other two? Do they? Uh, what do you guys do when you do? Do you try to get into the locked room or what? Stairs. Yeah. Well, what was it? <laughs> You have to bear in mind, yeah, what what they see is climbing up a lighthouse. Well, do they enter the lighthouse? I mean, do we see you at the top? No, you wouldn't be able to see him from the top. Okay, then yeah, I guess we just go in and up and we get to the, if we get to the locked door, probably knock on it. So you see, you see there's like a bloody handprint on a door and then there's an apple tree tied to the door, keeping it closed. So, as, but as I see them enter the lighthouse, I'm going to start running down it. Oh, as, as I see uh, this bloody apple door mm-hmm. Rudy looks at it and just nods and goes seems about right oh <laughs> don't touch the fucking door you hear echoing yeah. down the lighthouse spire <laughs> I'm just gonna wait for him to get down here <sighs> I wasn't gonna touch the door alright just had to make sure I knew it was you it's my job I'm a detective I figure things out this is Jenny written all over it yeah that's the webber in there I knocked so him out a lot Tied him up. Well, now he is. Right. You, but you killed him before. Yeah. Well, obviously, we all died before. Right, but we died Keep up, Rudy. via magic. The important question is if I shoot you in the face um, t- right now, technically, do you come back next time? Technically, perhaps, he also died of magic. It depends on your perspective of magic. That's not important. You're not following. If we die before the cataclysm are we dead or do we just come back next time jenny likes a cigarette no you come back that's stupid why wouldn't you blows a puff looks off contemplatively or nonchalantly and looks back at rudy hey rudy was my wolf mask there no hmm i think we'd all come back things are resetting obviously right i would think so also this and this fellow's back so obviously he i killed him that's what the line of question was for, yes. I was only wondering because, obviously, we fit outside the rules. And, I mean, clearly not only us. Right. But the rules still seem a bit unclear. Because the wolf mask reset back to its original owner. However, you two are still covered in blood. Not me. No, I took a bath. covered in blood. So you did not reset completely. The blood became... It's because the blood became a part of us. Oh, what if a giant gaping hole becomes a part of you? Does that stay? I mean, no, we fell in a hole and we died. It's just our outfit stays the same. The um, the music <laughs> has stopped momentarily and you can hear someone addressing the crowd, but you can't make out what they're saying. Yeah. She is the one. I mean, it's her, right? We're in agreement on that. Who? Perhaps. Lady Samurai. I say we head to, the, to her manor then. 
I say we skirt around the festival completely. Right. Yes, I agree. I feel like I cut. I feel like I cut my hand at one point to do magic. Oh yeah, he did. Is the it, cut still there? It absolutely is. Aha! Yeah. See. All right. Hmm. So we fall into a time hole. We one can moment, still die. One moment, but one moment. And I go head into the room, and I check the nape of the man's neck. Um. For like a scar or a wound. Nothing there. Nope. No wound. Hmm. So obviously, there is a select, a set group of people that are going through the loop, but not technically part of the loop. So that means it obviously has to do with that incident a year ago. Likely, I would suppose, considering the Wicker Man. So wait, did Ithaca remember? She forgot, right? She claimed not to. I'm not convinced that Ithaca doesn't know something, whether she remembers the loops or not. I feel like there's still a little bit of information that she has that could be useful to us. But we don't need to necessarily chase down that lead right now. But what if something happens to her? She'll come back. Probably. But what if she's in the same boat as the three of us? Well, then she probably shouldn't have lied to us. Alright. So, don't die before the appointed dying time, I believe, is where we're at. Alright, so first things first, what do we got for plan... One. Well, let's... Barrymore's here, right? Let's scoop that fucker up. See what he's doing. Can we not, actually, with him? He could help. <sighs> he's just gonna tell you not to hurt animals. Why, do you want to hurt animals that bad that you can't just be around him for a while? Yeah, I'm really? just saying he's... That's all he's gonna say. I know you like to, like, strangle foxes and cats and shit, but just not do it for, like, five minutes. <sighs> Fine. You... Go waste your time with Barrymore. I'm gonna try to get in contact with Lady Summerisle. In a friendly way. Johnny and Martin at it again. Yeah, the old the old pair. So Martin, how have things been with you? Shaky. Wobbly. I died. Oh I'm yeah. Intoxicated still. Wow. Funny that. No, I'm actually I feel now I'm more sober now. I did take a an ocean bath, that was pretty chilling. Oh, so yeah. with me right up. Ocean bath, yeah. I took 50 of those, yeah. Ocean bath. Yeah. Yeah. Still smell like bear gut, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Bear guts. Nothing but bear guts. It's hard to get out. Mm. Gets everywhere. It's in my curls. Um, so he's We're... not backstage, but there's all sorts of uh, little dressing areas set up yeah. for the um, performers. So you can dig around for a minute and find his dressing room. And there's a... Uh, burly looking man outside sort of bored looking smoking a cigarette sitting in a uh, like a lawn chair uh, running security for that tent oh is Barrymore in there yeah he is he is there miss but he's uh he's preparing for his show so I know be, can't be bothered at the moment I'm he's gonna be going on shortly I'm here to help if him if you want an autograph he said he would stick around maybe tomorrow oh, no. sir I'm here to help him prepare as she leads in close and winks no have you met Barrymore I don't I don't think uh well, I and don't... I'm here to help, too. That's why I brought my friend. He's just less talkative. Both of you, huh? Yeah. You want to make a roll? I will. And since I'm ever okay. confident, I get yep. plus two to clever when I'm being a liar. Okay. Okay. That's, that'll do it. Um, if any have right. as a talent, it's being a bullshitter. All right. Well, if you say so, I uh, still think you might be uh, barking up the wrong tree there, but go on, go on in there. Both of us? Yes, both of you. Oh, all right, then. Oh, you want me to wait outside? No, come on in. All right. 
So you guys walk into his tent, and there's incense burning. See, the problem is, Martin, is that we're not typewriters. The Barrymore is uh, wearing like a paisley shirt, uh, completely unbuttoned, sitting uh, uh, cross-legged on the ground, reading uh, something. What is the something? Uh, uh, you uh, sort of angle your head, and you can see it's a book of poems by Anne Sexton. All right. Barrymore! Except, uh, oh. Oh, is How that you? How are you? I'm, you remember me. Yes, you're, 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 um, you're Jenny. Yeah. Will. I crouch down to him. I do a little, I pop a squat. Hello, I'm just, and, I'm just, And tip his, tip his novel down, or tip his poems down. My, I was reading, I was reading that. Yeah, well, we're short on time. Or, oh. we're very long on time, depending on how things turn out. I don't, I don't very quite know. What? Shut your goddamn mouth for a second. Did you... I'm going I'm to be straight with you, Barrymore. You've seen some shit. I've been involved with some shit. Did you repeat this day? What do you mean? What I mean, Barrymore, is... Did you go through the festival, fall in a pit, and then repeat the day? And he stares at you for a second, he goes... And then he starts to nod. And he goes... You know, I think I know exactly what you're saying. These shows have all started to blend together. Barrymore, I'm not it's talking It's like I play show after show. Barrymore... I'm not talking in fucking metaphor. You know, maybe I'm I need being... to freshen up my act. I don't know how I would do it. Try being less of a fucking wanker for like a second. All right, can you leave? I don't know why you're here. I don't know why you're here and you're bothering me and I need to play a show. And if I don't get into the right frame of mind, the show won't be I, good. I grab him by the shoulders. Excuse me. Dead in the eyes. Shh. Barrymore. Excuse me. Can you come in here and get them out of here, please? Barrymore, wait. I need your uh, autograph or something. And the big man comes in. I, I'll sign left of the show. Right now I need to concentrate on my poems. Come on, real quick, real quick. Just, uh, can you sign my, uh, the need, slip, slip paper? It's important. Do you need them to go, Barrymore? Yes, can you get them out of here? And he puts his hand on Martin's shoulder. Let's get out of here, mate. Come on. All right, who does? Barrymore or the big guy? The big guy. All right, Armand's going to, uh, let him. Barrymore, I, if you're just being obtuse, you're being a real piece of Miss. shit. Miss, come on. He's trying to he's trying to concentrate for his show. Okay, let him get ready. And he grabs you by the arm, starts to pull you up. I can fucking walk myself out. I tear my arm from him. Well, why the hell don't you then? If I see you around here again, I'm putting you on the first boat back to the mainland. Well, that one will. Glad to see Barrymore still an asshole. Uh, and we'll cut over to um, Rudy. Uh, I guess I'm just going to her house. Okay. I assume I think that's where she went, right? You don't know, you've you have no idea where she went. Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, her house is a little ways outside of town. It takes you about ten minutes to walk there. She's in one of the three uh, fortresses that are or castles mm-hmm. that ring the island, and uh, so you get up there, and uh, it's a fairly low building for a castle, but it extends. It's very wide, and you can see apple orchards and a hedge maze and stuff attached to it. And the door, the front door, is open. Just open? Yeah. Is there like a gate or something, or can I just walk right up? No, you can walk up. Just, just like a large English-style garden um, in the front, but there's nothing. There's no obstructions. And what are the other two castles? Do I know? Uh, you can make me a roll. Okay. Let's go with, uh, I guess, Clever would be the only one that yeah, fits that? Yeah, that's fine. Yikes, just a one. <laughs> um, yeah, so the other two are actually their castles. <laughs> okay, noted. Excellent. The other two castles are castles? You are aware that there are castles there. Okay. You saw them on the way in on the boat. I'll just uh, walk up and uh, kind of poke my head in through the open door and knock. 
and be like, hello. And there's a, a man with long white hair, a uh, younger man, maybe in his uh, late 30s probably, with long white hair. Oh, he's a vampire. <laughs> Sitting in the sunny great room. He's a greater a, vampire. <laughs> in a bathroom, and he goes, oh, hello. Welcome to Summer Isle. Come on in. Ah. He, he, then bites, <laughs> he then bites down on a hard piece of garlic. <laughs> Tell me he doesn't look like a vampire. Uh, he's very suntanned. Yeah, Excuse me, I come mean. right also in. He has he's... long curled fingernails. Excuse me, come right in, he says, pushing inside his door using the large cross. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, this guy totally looks like a vampire. <laughs> Did I mention yeah. I hate blood and love Christ? He's hanging. I was also, I'm sorry. He's also hanging from the ceiling. I apologize. <laughs> oh, see, sorry. I told you. By his feet. <laughs> he is a vampire. My bad. <laughs> no, he's just sitting on the couch. Uh, so this is a big, great open room, and there's a like a, a, a white ornate grand piano, um, all kinds of like Victorian era bric-a-brac, and and also a good bunch of '60s stuff mixed in, like 1960s style, like uh, uh, paisley prints and tie dye and beads and faux oriental stuff. Beads. Yeah. There's like a beaded beaded rugs and things like that. It's a very large room, so there's a lot of stuff going on. Okay. Art. Everywhere. <laughs> Welcome so, uh, to Summer Isle. Just come on in. Door open, huh? Who would hurt us here? I don't know, one of the uh <clears throat> maybe one of those drugged up crazies at the festival. And he he gets this huge smile on his face and he stands up. And he sort of walks over to you and he tries to put his hand on your cheek. Uh, okay, I guess I let him. How tall, how big is this guy? Uh, he's about your height. How big is he? Um, three. Okay, and great. he, uh... <laughs> I mean, is he, like, lean? Is he muscular? He's in good shape, but he's not, like, okay. a bodybuilder. So, um, he puts his hand on your cheek and he goes, They've really hurt you out there, haven't they, man? They've really hurt what? you out there good. I, what are you talking about? And he presses, he goes in to press you in for a hug. I hug him. This is, it's all right. It's all right. You know, everything's going to be fine. Everything's going to be fine. Come on. What are you I'll play you some piano. I'll play you no, some. No, that's all right. No, I'd rather come on just in. talk if that's okay. All right, but do you mind if I play the piano while we talk? Yeah, fine. All right. So uh, you're, I'm going to guess, ding, ding, Lord ding, Summer ding, Isle. Ding, 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 ding. Are you playing the piano or the xylophone? <laughs> um, no, I'm. I <laughs> of course no, I'm not. There is no Lord Summerisle at the moment, but I am the lady, the lady Summerisle's consort. So you're not a Summerisle. No, my name's Tom Finn. And he holds his hand Tom up. Tom Finn. Nice to meet you. It's a thin, not Finn. Finn, F-I-N-N. Finn, Tom Finn. Sure. Yeah. Nice what do you mean, me- sure? Nice to meet you. What's your name, man? Uh, Rudy. Rudy, huh? Wow. Yeah. It's a great name. Someone Jimmy Havisham is very yeah. disappointed. No, I'm pretty high. I thought so. Uh, hey, do you mind if I play the piano while we talk? <laughs> is our lady Summer Isle in? No, she's down She's down there uh, managing the festival. I don't really don't know how she does it. keeps everything straight. It's really kind of incredible. Don't you think she's incredible? Yeah, quite a fight. Mm, yeah, and, uh, uh-huh. So, are you alright, you know, man? I've always wanted to uh, you seem really see a real castle, you know? You and seem really out of sorts. Would you mind if I take a look around? 
Hey, yeah, man, help yourself to anything you want, okay? From the kitchen or whatever. You're allowed to do this. What do you mean, like, allowed, man? Like, la- Lady Summerisle just says, go ahead, invite anyone into my house, let them rummage. That's just, see, this is like, this is the outside world talking, you know? You need to come to Summer Isle, like, stay for a couple months. Is that a yeah? That she's alright with this. And, and like, you really will change your whole attitude. It won't be about what's what's ours and what's what's yours and what's his and what's hers, you know? It'll be everything's for everyone. We're all a family. We're all the human family. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's great. That sounds great. So, hey, take a look around. You want... Hey, listen. I don't do this for just anyone, but I was going to... I was going to go to the bathroom and do some cocaine. Do you want to join me? Ah, no, I'm all right. I've actually got other things to get back to, so I'm just going to take a quick look around and be on my way. All right, I appreciate your hospitality and brothership, though. Brothership, yeah. We're all aboard the great brothership, going through the sky, man. (sighs) Rudy walks off and rolls his eyes (laughs) to just look around, I guess. Um, See if anything sticks out at me. Hidden chambers rooms with big signs that say keep out um no uh, i mean there doesn't seem to be any any locked doors most of the doors are open um there's lots and lots of stuff in this this mansion it's like just covered in in strange shit and a lot of it could be magical uh there's a lot of like her family's very wealthy and has been wealthy for a very long time um mm-hmm. and they've collected a ton of garbage of various, <laughs> of various uh occult significances over the years okay i'm mostly looking for something major um yeah like so a, there's no a room that looks like a an arcanum or something no there's no uh actually all the rooms look like an arcanum oh, but um nothing nothing that's like secret plan to restart time okay <laughs> dang or maybe like a, a study wait what is that word you guys keep saying arcanum, arcanum? i think arcanum? okay that's what i thought <laughs> I just uh, I, I thought it was I wasn't crazy. even sure it was a word. Okay, I was just saying things and hoping it stuck. I thought I was going crazy for a second. <laughs> I, like, I liked it. I liked it. Or I thought you guys we, were talking about something else. Well, the name of my arcanum is the Brothership. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm looking for one that looks like it's still. It would be like the one that someone uses, not just like a storage closet. So they're all. Um, there's works in progress on all sorts of desks all over the place. Um, oh, yeah, but it's nothing that nothing that really would have any significance to um, what's going on. There's a lot of stuff about the harvest, actually, uh, how it keeps going wrong, and how they there is a there is a an open diary, uh, and it says it does talk about the harvest, how it keeps going wrong, and how whatever her father did, it wasn't enough. She that's she just stresses whatever father did it wasn't enough not like that she says just say whatever father she says what father did wasn't enough we'll have to do more this time okay um that's pretty much it the only yeah, thing that's the only thing note. of significance that you'll find there if you're okay. looking for anything else i can you can tell me what it is and i can help you find it but okay no like secret passages or anything. no no secret passages and nothing to indicate that uh she might know about the time loop no. And no indication that anyone else lives here? Well, that's not true. There is, it seems like lots of people might come in and go. Okay, specifically other Summer Isles, I guess. No. No indication of other Summer Isles. Okay, so her and I don't Tom know how you Finn would distinguish. Are the 
seemingly only perm. Well, I mean, she make she could make reference to, like a brother or something. No, nothing about a brother. Um, and so it seems like the only permanent resident residents are her and Tom Finn. Yes. Okay. I guess I will take my leave then. Uh, actually, I want to ask Tom one question on my way out. Hey, man, what's up? Uh, what are those other two castles? Oh, yeah, there's a... Uh, God, what the hell's his name? Sir Smallhill. He's got a castle. Smallhill. And, um... <laughs> why do I remember that name? And, um... There's the other one's abandoned, as far as I know. Hasn't been used since the uh, Civil War. Right. Okay. Thank you. Hey, no problem. And I leave. Okay. I'll probably make my way back to the main stage area. I'm at least heading up to Summer Isle Manor. Okay, so you're, good, you're probably going to beat on the way. Because you're coming from that area. He's come, heading towards the your area you're going from. What about you, uh, Martin? you going with... Um... I was with Jenny. Yeah, we had just gotten out of the Barrymore thing. So your, so your paths will cross on the way. Hi there. Yeah, not much yeah. going on in there. Um, I think one of us hugged Barrymore or something. I think pretty much all that went on with us. He doesn't remember anything either. No, Barrymore didn't remember much. Uh, Nobody remembers anything except for us. Well, that's certainly not true. We just haven't found them yet. Right. I'd rather it not be Lady Summerisle, ideally. Well, I'm going to go ahead and say that. She's probably still suspect number one. She is, she is, but she's the epicenter of it all. If anything. Uh, well... And it would be best in our best interest to find the fringes of it. Who is Small Hill? Fuck if I know. Small Hill. I bet that's a fellow on a small hill over there. Right, Look at that I little remember f- making fun of him a whole lot. I don't remember if that was canonically. No, that was me. Out of character. That was just us when you're trying to keep on with new characters. Right, uh, that guy. Yeah. So we don't know who that is. Okay. No, no, no. His name's Small Hill, but they called him Small Hill because he's got a little tiny hill. Right. Okay. <laughs> you want to go to Small Hill's castle? So how far away from the main stage are you guys right now? Uh, we're probably like halfway between the stage and the. Okay, manor, so it's good half a mile. So that's pretty far. Yeah, it depends how far Small Hill's house is from the main stage. That's where that's where I'm heading. Does anyone remember when the bear happened? No, we have to make a note of that this time around. Give me a second. I listen in. You listen to what? The music. On the stage? Yeah. Okay. What are you doing? I'm trying to trying to remember if this was a track that was playing. Do you remember? I think it was. It has an angry discordantness that reminds me of the bear attack. Maybe I should... Crap. I don't know if I... I'm going to go check to see if anything's going on. Yeah, let's go back to the main stage. I Jenny's already, like already in a bit, bit of a sprint. Right. To the main okay. stage? Yeah. Okay. Is it still Barrymore playing? Because all I remember is that he was on stage. He comes on as the bear leaves. Yeah. Oh, okay. So Barrymore's not playing currently. No, Barrymore's no. not playing currently. So you guys get to this, the main stage area... And uh, there's a bear, a giant white bear, being held at bay by three men with poles. Wow, did we really get the right song? Yep. Yeah. Wow. All right, now, uh, how deep, how long into the concert is this song? Uh, well, about an hour into the playlist. I don't know what time that is for the song. Doesn't matter. We don't need it in song time in the game. <laughs> it's not important. I mean, yeah. So Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds from here to eternity, from yep. her to eternity. 
is the bear attack. And uh, who's the bear attacker, man? The the lighthouse. Keeper. It was a lighthouse keeper. Was it white last time? Yeah, it was. Okay. And you notice actually, you notice that the face of this bear is all smashed up looking and scarred, Duh. and Duh. the stunts all mangled. Like he go to hell. Let's not intervene this time. No, but he, that's definitely the guy. I did kind of mess up his face a little. All right. Well, now we know that for sure. And what else happened after this? Oh, he ran off into the woods and, and killed I fought, him. Uh, yeah. So let, so fuck this guy for now. And now, uh, so what uh, did you get into, uh, Rudy? Ah, uh, this is when I was talking to Barrymore. And where did that go? So what do we do from here? Let's go head back to the small hill. For, for what? We're just, hello, Mr. Small Hill. What do you know about magic time loops? I mean, yeah, you got any other better ideas? It can't have to be direct. I do have a better idea. I need to find Lady Summer Isle. Hey, what's in the other manor? Ah, oh, it's abandoned. Okay, I'm definitely going there. Yeah, that's certainly suspicious. Alright, so there's like nine options. What do you want to go first? Well, I believe we're running relatively short on time. Right, so I say we head over to the manor. The abandoned one. We could split up. Cover ground. I'm heading to the abandoned manor. Brody? Yeah. Question Lady Summer Isle. Alright, and that leaves me with Small Isle. So you're all three are splitting up? Yes. Okay, so the abandoned manor is a little bit far to walk. It might be wise to take a car if you can find one. You could right. ride the bear. You could ride a bear as well. I feel like we had a, a deep connection. Perhaps. So, but who wants to go first? I, I won't. I won't. I won't decide. I want to go second. Okay. <laughs> nice. Well, I'll head down first. I'm gonna flag down a car. I assume there's, there's obviously no taxis. No, but there's some cars um, parked right. on the outskirts of the town. I'm going to kind of nonchalantly walk around the cars. And mm-hmm. as I walk by them, sort of testing their handles, see if they open. Yeah, the first one you try is open. Uh, I sit down and it, you know, lounge a little. The keys are actually sitting on the seat. Oh, I just pop them in. and Man, Tom Finn wasn't kidding. And, and I drive off, off towards the abandoned manor. All right, cool. That's too... F- Sometimes it's just too easy. And then we cut to Martin. Knock, knock, knock. Small Hile. Small Hile. It's me, Martin. Oh, hello, Martin. Come in. Come in. I've been expecting you. All right. That's a little bit this strange. Guy a lot like a vampire. <laughs> what the fuck? Um, he Martin his, creaks he open the door and uh, <laughs> He's got a sign on the door. He says, no garlic allowed. Ma- Martin empties his pockets of garlic and, uh, and he enters the manor. Hello, Martin. What uh, can I do for you? Um. Jesus Christ. All right. Well, this thing is, uh, <laughs> have we met before? Come have a seat in my manor. <laughs> this guy sounds like the shopkeeper from Resident Evil Four got wasted. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so, have we met? Martin, I don't know. Are you a drinking man, Martin? I'd say, <laughs> I'd say so. I was about to pour myself a bit of whiskey. Fine, yeah, Would all right. Like some? Yes, absolutely. Have a seat, we'll have some whiskey. I'm already sitting. I <laughs> couldn't sit fast enough. Oh, good. I, I'm comfortable. Good, 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 good
And he's pouring whiskey, but he's splashing whiskey everywhere. All of the two glasses. Oh, excellent. Reminds me of a place I've been. Anyway, so... Uh, quick question. Uh, oh, I, I spilled the whiskey! Oh, bugger off. I'm so sorry. I'm so fucking sorry. It's alright, really. I do not mind. So, I have a question for you. If, uh... How much do you... What do you know about the, um... King for a Day, the whole festival or, you know, uh, island tradition and all that? Oh. Here's your whiskey. Thank you very much. So it's an old tradition. The fool who we choose from the townspeople is king for a day. And at the end of the day, we stage a mock execution. Mock execution. Mock execution. And, uh... It is said to make the crops come back better next year. <laughs> and now, uh, what is supposed to... Like, a mock execution makes what make the crops grow better? Is it just it's, the blood of a sacrifice, or...? It's, 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 it's a... Have you ever read Frasier's The Golden Bough? I've seen most of season one. <laughs> it's tradition. <laughs> it's tradition for um, the king to offer his life in exchange for prosperity. And if um, sometimes a king gets smart enough to offer someone else's life instead, that's where the tradition comes from. So you see, king for a day, and you die at the end of the day. How's All the whiskey? Right. It's delicious. I seem to have finished my glass during a conversation with me. Would you like it. another glass of whiskey? I'm going to have myself another glass of whiskey. Martin offers up his glass for another fill. Excellent, excellent. Jesus Christ. And he's just pouring whiskey everywhere. Though. He's just like, his face is just like soaked from whiskey because his hands were shaking so badly when he was drinking it and talking to you. His so face in, His face in his red velvet robe soaked with whiskey and let's cut over to um so i'm just looking for summer isle um where are you looking for her um i guess probably around the stage like tom finn said she was down here managing everything so there is a tent that looks like it's an administrative tent okay then probably there would be a good place to start okay so you head over into there Mm -hmm. um and it it looks like this is like the heart of the operation but you don't see the summer isle down there there's lots of people like walking around Oh, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna go into the tent. Okay, no one seems to stop you. Okay, cool. I'm gonna look around in here. Uh, there's lots of um, uh, like logistical, organizational work being done in here, basically. So it's like crates with um, uh, instructions on them. Um, pieces like a whole elaborate. Like it looks like it's conspiracy board, but really what it is is like the set list and the different responsibilities of different people to bring the drum sets and things and the uh, where the PA's need to be set and all the all the various work assignments for everybody, and everyone's running around. No one's, everyone's really busy, and no one's really paying much attention to you. Okay. Um, hmm. Is there, like, an agenda or something? Anything that can point me to where she might be? Uh, her agenda is her agenda is not available there. But it's mainly it's all to do with the logistics of the festival. Okay. I will poke my head out of the tent. Okay. Uh, say, just whoever's near. Uh, excuse me. Yes, hello, how are you? Can I help you find something, sir? Yeah, uh, yes. where did Lady Summer Isle go? 
You know, I don't, I don't quite know. I think she might be having her meal, or perhaps watching the show. I'm not quite sure. Does she have an assistant, or someone who might know? Um, she has a it's consort. His name important. is um, Tom Finn. He might know. Yeah, I know. All right. Well, he's, he's really her only confidant. He shields everything herself. She's very capable. Right. Okay. Yes, uh, I'm not quite sure where she went, though. I, it's funny. She was just around a minute ago. Uh, I'm just going to look around for her, I guess. Yeah. Um, and occasionally ask a random person. Yeah, everyone, basically, everyone basically says the same thing. Like, oh, I just saw her, but she's um, she must be doing something somewhere. And there's like, nothing in the tent that would have been useful? Um, no, not really. No. And in fact, we'll cut over to Jenny right now. And Jenny is driving towards the uh, abandoned fortress. Yeah. And um, um, it's actually sort of a winding road. Because the, the, there's a small, it's not a, not a huge peninsula, but there is a, this fortress is out on a peninsula, and it, it's traversable by a long, winding mountain road. And as you're driving, I assume you're driving fairly cautiously, correct? Yeah. I mean, I did just learn to drive. Okay. And um, so you're going along fairly cautiously. And then a, um, oh, as you're driving, a swarm of crows um, dive bombs you and fills up your entire field of vision. And you're going to have right. to make a roll to retain control of the vehicle. So I'm going to use my quick reactions. Yep. Which I believe is it. Yeah. So that will be insufficient to retain control of the vehicle. All right. So the car <clears throat> spins out of control. And uh, you sort of um, you hit a, a patch of like really unstable. like It's a slightly sandy earth. And the car yeah. isn't, isn't equipped to... Uh, stay on the road in that situation so it starts to spin out and actually the car comes to a stop after you do a couple uh, completely complete 360 spins it smashes into a rock and you hear the metal of the uh, of the trunk crinkling and then you hear a, a creaking noise as the car actually begins to like sway and you realize as the crows sort of dissipate into the sky that it's the car is like two wheels are off the cliff and it's like or I guess one wheel's off the cliff, and the car is like teetering on the edge, as if like a strong breeze will. Uh... Which which end is teetering off the edge? The back end. Okay. It hit a, it hit a rock and slid, and now it's like it's gonna fall. You only have a yeah. few few seconds really before you can get out of the car. So I take. So I, I take I don't bother and shooting. I just take my claw sword for, off my back and I smash the windshield and mm-hmm. jump through it. And the car falls down to the. Uh, See below. Huh. I, I, I look out for the crows. They are heading towards the stage. Hmm. I make note of it. And head over to, and, you know, slump out and head over back still towards the manor. Okay. So you see the manor in the horizon. Um, and you see. As I get closer to it, like within, like, sight of it. Yep. I'm going to try and stick to the shrubbery. Yep, it's clear that I'm not supposed to be here now. There's a there's a man wearing a like a there's a, a big tall man sitting outside on a chair, um, in a black turtleneck and some tan pants and a cap, smoking a pipe. Does he look familiar at all? No. And let's cut over to Martin. All right, so uh, pour me another one, oh, big guy. Oh, so good, isn't it, Martin? So at least in my uh, top, top like three, four, th- 
It's a good... I, yeah, I like it. And then we cut over to Rudy. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm still just uh, wandering around. I'm trying not to get too far from the stage. Um, okay. Just trying to keep eyes and ears out for Summer Isle, basically. Or anything else weird. So, the next person you talk to... What do you, what do you, say, what do you ask them? Uh, excuse me, have you seen Lady Summer Isle around? Ah, oh, Christ. This again. <laughs> I'm just gonna keep. Does he point or anything? No, he, he smiles at you and t- claps you on the shoulder. Okay. I continue my search, but do not interact with people. Okay. I'll cut back to Jenny. I keep my eye on the man for a moment. Okay, he's just sitting there. He's like smoking his pipe and admiring the scenery. All right, so I um, I ruffle up my clothes a little. Yep. And I stumble out of the bushes, like, kind of backwards, and stumble over and fall down and kind of roll. And then try, try and quickly, sloppily compose myself. And then... So, God. Then I, uh, I notice that I'm being watched, and I, <clears throat> I try and, like, play cool. His gun is out, and he's, he's pointing at you, standing there. Oh, hey! hey this castle's whoa. off limits to the festival... Festival oh, goes, okay? Sorry, sorry. You need to go back. You need to get back to the island. You need to start walking back. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, man. Go back to the festival, please. I will. will. One question. Go back to the festival. No, no questions. Go back to the festival. It's off All limits. Right. All right. It's off limits. Get out of here. I'm going. I head back into the, fo- the foliage. He's watching you. And I keep going till. So we're on, we're on a peninsula, right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's a hilly, like, little peninsula that you drove your car out to. Um, but you, what you, So, yeah, go ahead. What was your question? Does he have a line of sight where I can apparently leave but then loop back around? Um, where, the, where the fortress is, um, it'd be difficult to loop back around because it's, there's a clearing. It's pretty clear all around the fortress, and the fortress yeah. is kind of on the top of a hill. You know what I mean? So it'd be hard for you to, like – and the hill is, like, there's no back – where the where the fortress position if they overlooks directly over to the ocean, right? So and he's at an angle to see most people approach. I'm not saying you couldn't be done. It's just saying it's not like a, a clear cut thing, right? What kind of gun does he have? He had a pistol. Okay, of some kind, handgun. I check my, I check a, wa- I check a watch. Yep. And I check the sky. I look back at the fairgrounds to see where the crows. See if the crows are there. Yeah, they're hovering over the stage, and they've been there since the beginning, right? Yeah, but they seem to be gathering now, all around on the, on the trees and stuff like that. I park down for a moment and keep an eye on him, f- obscured within the woods. Yeah, anyone who, anyone wants to take the uh, take take control of the camera can do so. Um, I mean, I'm just kind of keep looking like i like i said i'm not sure how much time i have and i'm not looking to get too far from the stage because there's things i want to check out so if nothing important happens with me around the stage i don't really need to do anything okay what about if nothing you Mar- presents itself i mean what about you martin what's your deal i imagine i'm rolling around drunk with this guy not yeah. like in a romantic way but you know just yeah, so he's got his shirt off, and he's like, "Oh, I love to wrestle. We're wrestling." Yeah, and like, is this relatively close to the end? 
Uh, yes. Yeah, there's four songs left after this one. Oh, okay, no, that's still like a little while then. Mm-hmm. So Martin still has more to do. Um, I guess. Well, this oh, guy's busy. Martin, I'm so glad I met you. Wait, so this guy's not going jibber jabber voice? No, he's not. Well, neither the other guy I just talked to. True. So Martin, were you just gonna get drunk with that guy, or do you have anything else you wanted to do? Or Martin's lost in the sauce right now with this dude. I'm lost in the sauce. Yeah, it's really getting away from him. He had a mission when he got here, but then he offered him whiskey and kept pouring. Is there more whiskey, or is it done? Oh, he this guy has literally infinite alcohol, so... Yeah. And he's just he's enjoying the, uh, the wrestling, and he's regaling you with war stories, and he's giving you lots of alcohol, and it's really... It's, uh, it's been a lot of fun for you thus far. Martin's gonna take out his violin and start playing him, like, piece after piece. Well, not... Oh, really, Martin! Like, four songs worth of time, but... Oh. And and this is my piece de resistance. The I call it. This is it's called elegance. I like it because it's so close to uh, my favorite animal. And here's how it goes. And then he plays it for the third time. And he's just clapping and clapping. This is so wonderful. This could be the greatest day of my life. Oh, hey, are you the king by any chance? No, the king's in the king's in. Uh, England is the mainland. This is Summer well, I mean, Isle, my friend. The uh, the Summer Isle king, the king of Summer Isle. Who is that? Like, not the king for a day one, the other one. Oh, you mean Lady Summer Isle. You know, my family was supposed to be in charge of this island. And then what happened to that? The Summer Isle stole it from us many years ago. Renamed the island in their own name. What, what it used to be? Small Isle Island. Oh, that makes sense. Yes, makes perfect sense. It's an island of small hills. Small little island. Yes. So, do you ever wonder about, like, why they do the festival? Like, you know, why does anybody do stuff? I wonder that. I wonder that myself. And he gets up and he sort of starts rustling through his um, desk. <clears throat> and he pulls out a, uh, like, a looks like an antique service revolver. No. Cox is like, why does anyone do anything, Martin? Why does anyone do anything? Well, that's a fair point. But hey, where's the... And he's gesturing the gun all around. He's pointing at you. Why are we here, Martin? Tell me now. We're here to drink more whiskey, and Martin uh, <laughs> raises his glass. Yes, more whiskey, Martin. Good idea. And he fetches, he puts the gun in the front of his pants. He's shirtless now. And he puts the gun in the front of his pants, and he walks over and starts to pour you guys some more whiskey with some fresh glasses. Do you have any records? Yes, I think there's some Perry Como over there in the cabinet. Well, excellent. And Martin's going to play a record. And then he's going to uh, go over to where he's pouring whiskey. And then, before he can uh, finish pouring the glasses, Martin takes his hand and says, Come on, have a dance with me. Oh, I haven't danced since I was a boy. Let and me he... show you a thing or two. And he, he puts his hands on your waist. And then, Just uh, dance me, Martin. Dance me to the sunset. So they're going to share a very uh, good dance. Um, so, Jenny. Yeah. You, um, from your vantage point in the woods, um, the... Uh, man walks over to a large door and it's actually one of the doors you pull up like a garage door kind of thing yeah i gotcha and he pulls it up and uh a woman in a forest green uh coat velvet coat and a ruffled white shirt some riding pants and a riding boots coasts out on a motorcycle nods to the guard and takes off down the road towards the stage this is obviously later summer aisle yes obviously do you make an effort to conceal yourself as she drives by? I do. 
She's not looking for you, so you'll be fine if you're if you're if you're hiding. Now, I'm going to, if possible, I want to ignite the cartridges in the man's pistol. That will be obviously a roll. Yes. And a fate point. For some reason, I feel like evoking fire at this moment. I feel like the, the natural spirits of the island are with me. Yeah, certainly. It's actually strange, though. You look down at your hands. They're burning a little? They're smoldering a little bit. I've been here before. Time is a flat circle, man. Yeah. And I'm just... I'm going... I'm actually... Can I tap into this natural magic that is flowing into me? Yep. And use it against him? Sure. You're gonna try to blast him with fire? Well, I'm, I'm going to ignite his piss, his the rounds in his pistol. His mouth opens up and just a torrent of flaming piss comes out of his mouth. Kill me! Oh. He rasps as piss emerges from your purpose, igniting as it touches the air. No, it's pistol! Oh, it's pistol, okay. Yeah, I know you got distracted like half, like one syllable into a word. <laughs> Sorry. I'm a mislead I'm Harry. Can, can I weasel a bonus out of you for that? Um, sure, if you spend a fate point. I'm gonna, I mean, I'm spending a fate point anyway to, sp to cast magic. Yeah, if you want to spend another one, you don't have to invoke an aspect. You can just invoke that aspect instead. Do we get our fate points after the session? Do they refresh? They refresh every session, yeah. Yeah, so I'm going to invoke... So that's another plus two? Yeah. Holy shit, that was really bad for you. Yeah. Um, so, but you do it. Anyway, one of the, one of the cartridges ignites. Which probably ignites them all. But he, um, something in his head tells him to toss the gun away just before it happens. So he drops the gun. It probably gets hot or something. Yeah. Because you watch the spell a bit, and it took a little bit longer for, you, for it to do what it's supposed to do. And uh, it drops to the ground, and the gun explodes, and he staggers back. And you look down at your hands, and they are full on, like, your, your left hand is full on on fire. On fire? Yeah. So, in the chaos, as I see him throw the gun down, I'm going to unsheath my sword, unwrap it, and emerge from the... He's an older man, right? He's probably like maybe 35, 40. Oh, okay. Either way, I'm going to emerge from the bushes, hand of flame with a sword made of bone, Yep. and charge this man. Okay. Um, you gonna make an attack against him? Well, what's his demeanor as I approach him? He's still, like, really, he's just sort of, like, shaken. That's how I would describe him. He's, like, his gun just exploded, he looks up, he sees you. He's not, um, he's got enough resolve where he's not jumping out of the way or anything, but he doesn't look like exactly like he's ready to, like, have a brawl. Right, I want to push him to the wall and press my sword to his throat. Okay, you do that. He's got and his... Get my, and I've got my fire hand right up to his face. Oh, what do you, what do you want? What do you want? What do you... What are you, fuck? Let's cut to the chase here. Yeah, what are you doing here? I'm keeping trespassers out of the out of the um, fortress. Now, why this fortress? Why this abandoned fortress? What's in it? I know you and I both know that we don't have much time for this. And you see confusion in his face for a second. And then he says, fuck you. I'm telling you nothing. I, uh, he spits in your eye. I'm, let's, let's be. I don't want to kill you. I'm not a fan of just murdering people. So, let's reach a compromise, because I know a thing that won't kill you, but will hurt an awful lot. And I raise my hand to his face. And he's, he looks real nervous. And I, and I keep inching it closer, to the point where I don't know if he's sweating because he's nervous, or sweating because his face is so hot. And now you're going to talk it now. 
fuck you, I ain't telling you shit. And I pressed my hand against his face. <laughs> and I pulled back. And then we're trying again. He's passed out. Uh, accomplishes my goal anyway. Um, and I head into... Okay, go ahead. Yeah, you head in. I head into the fortress. Um, before we get to that, uh, this song signals the explosion on the stage. Uh, or the, the botched pyrotechnics. Yes. And uh, so Rudy... Because the warm jets have come. The warm jets have come. <laughs> and... Um, Rudy, if you'd like to react to that, there's an explosion in the front of the stage. I already knew it was going to happen. You did. So you weren't impressed. So, yeah. So you just kept I'm um, still doing my thing. Um, Lady Samurai arrives just as a... Or actually, can I make a quick scan of the crowd, see if there's anyone else who doesn't seem impressed? Um, yeah, you can, and it looks like everyone's fairly impressed. Okay. And as you see the, the smoke coming from the front of the stage, you're sort of off to the side in the like the tents, tents that it, like the tents set up for the festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I guess is like to the to the left of the stage or to the right of the, I guess to the right of the stage off to the side and um, you see um, smoke pouring off the top of the stage from where the pyrotechnics fail to ignite the band keeps playing and you see Lady Summerall's motorcycle pull up to the administrative tent area and she gets off she goes what the fuck is all that Ned? Uh, I'm gonna approach and she walks right by you and she walks into a tent I'm gonna follow her into her tent okay and she's uh Someone make sure that that fireworks get cleaned up. What the hell's going on out there? So, actually, you know what? I want to observe for a second. So she's normal voice. Yep. Is she interacting with people who are Jabber voice? Everyone seems to be talking normally now. Huh. Okay. Did that happen last time? Did people go back to normal? It didn't. Um, you didn't talk to anyone after you found out that they were grubbly voiced. Oh, uh, fair enough. Okay, yeah, I'll just go into this tent, I guess. And uh, just be like, hello. Hi, if you're looking for oh. information about the festival, you can find it elsewhere. We're really quite busy right now. I don't know if you noticed, but there's an explosion on the front of the stage, and then we're in the middle yeah, of the I end noticed, of the concert. So if you excuse me, I really do have to go, and she starts to walk out of the state, out of the tent. I'm going to step in front of her. Excuse me, sir. Uh, can I look, help you? Probably, hopefully. Either you're quite a good actor, or you've really never seen this before. This is the first concert to come to Summer Isle in many generations, and really the only concert to ever come to Summer Isle. So what do you mean... What did your dad do? Uh, he ran the island. Yeah, Some but... have been in charge of the island for, since the Victorian era. Right, but it's my impression that he didn't do a great job. She looks really upset when you say that. Like, her, her face visibly reddens. She goes, Will someone get this fucking asshole out of my face? And some uh, men, some big burly security guards step up. Her personal, I guess, security guards step up. And one of them puts his hand on your shoulder. The other one, like, sort of has brass knuckles on. And he sort of pats his knuckles into his Uh, head. I just kind of put my hands up and say, Look, I wasn't meaning to offend but I think you know what I mean. She tries, she pushes around you. Right, see you next time. I don't know what you're talking about. And one of them, and, well, she goes, Is there like any kind of ascertain, um, uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ, assess honesty? Uh, you could roll, but yeah. What, what, what can I roll for that? You tell me what approach you're using. Well, how are you trying to assess their honesty? I guess clever. What are you doing to try to assess I'm, I'm just like, you know, looking for some sort of tell or, okay. s- I don't know, just any way to, totally fine. yeah. Okay. Uh, Jesus Christ! Can I like invoke a kind of a fake point yeah, or something? Yeah, you can reroll for invoking an aspect. If you have an aspect too. Which you probably uh, invoke the, the private eye one, I would think. Uh, any of those? Or yeah, some sure. Of those. Well, actually, yeah, yeah. Probably, probably most of the, the first three at least you can invoke. And that lets me reroll. Yeah, you can reroll or add a plus two. Can I spend one fake point to reroll and one to? plus two to the reroll yes to say yeah i'll say 
Um, this is my job to tell if people are lying, basically. And I am just, like, completely focusing everything on her, trying to, like, say something to knock her off balance a little bit, get her to betray that she knows something, and just ignoring basically everything else happening around us, including the muscle guys trying to muscle me. Sure. So, um... So I'm going to re-roll with a plus, an additional plus two, for two fate points. It's a five. So, um, as far as you can tell, she's being really honest. Okay. So, she okay. goes, take care uh, of him, uh, will you? And one of them punches you right in the stomach with his brass knuckles. Okay, do I roll? I will also do forceful. And I get my plus two for my stunt. So, I get the same roll, I guess. Oh, I suck at rolling. Um, so you take one stress. What does that mean? Nothing, basically? <laughs> yeah, nothing really. You have okay. to check off your stress box. Okay, you, you I can't take, interact you... with those, so I'll just keep it in my mind. Okay. Uh, and they sort of toss you out onto the... Oh, boy. Out, into the, out, to the, out of the tent, basically. So you're in the now in the clearing where there's a bunch of tents and off the stage is up to the side. And, okay, uh, I, w- I need to book it towards the stage. The yeah, the wicker so is burning. I want to see who's inside, Okay. if I can. So it's, it's tall. It's about, um, I don't know, 40 feet tall. And it's to the back of the it's, it's to the stage. It's not on the stage. It's to the back of the stage. It was covered with a large tarp before. Okay. You get closest. People gather all around it, and uh, everything's starting to shake. And you see, there's a a, a naked man with like ghost white skin and long black hair inside. Wait, like, can I talk to him? You have to shout, yeah. Okay, I just want to shout at him. Just go. Who are you? Your name? Oh, come on! He screams. Does anyone know who that guy is? Rudy, what's it say? Oh, okay. I'm an idea. What? I'm an idea, Rudy. What? What do you mean? Are you in the Wicker Man? Yes. They brought me here because a man wouldn't do, so they found an idea, the idea of a man, and they're burning one of those instead. What does that even mean? I'm sorry, you and your friends, you were, um, you had the benefit of an additional perspective for a while, so I was able to keep you out of the loop. What? You were... You were. And it sounds, it sounds like he's struggling for a word. You were cats. No, you were cats. So I was able to. Your perceptions what? aren't exactly the same as everyone else's. We were. But what about the bear man? I'm sorry. I'm trying to send the ideas out, but I'm getting all gar- jarbled. All right. What do you want us to do? You need to stop me from burning. Yeah, no kidding. And the world starts to f- shake apart. Where can we find? Never mind. I know the answer to that. But you've got to be careful. There's a lot of other stuff going on. Oh, I'm sure there is. Don't trust Lady Summerisle. I think it's pretty clear that I don't, if you've been paying attention. And he, all of a sudden, the connection, you can feel it severed as the flame reaches the head of the Wicker Man. The world begins to shake apart. So over in... Um, Rudy takes a seat on the edge of the stage and waits for Cataclysm. <laughs> uh, over in um, Small Hill's Manor, Martin and um, Lord Small Hill are... Uh, Small Hill are um, sitting back to back, crying, and the, the uh, manor is shaking apart. And Lord Small Hill goes to Martin. Martin, can I tell you something? Yeah, mate. Yeah, You're the love of my life, Martin. You're the love of my life. Oh, what's Jenny doing? Oh, Jenny, Jenny stepped inside the manor. Yeah. So, inside... When she feels the, the, the rumbling, she's... I'm just, like, running for... Looking for anything. Or what's it look like inside? So, important. When you step inside... Yes. Um, a large shape sort of gets to its feet, and it's like a 20-foot-tall spider with um, human heads at each segment of its legs, like stretched-out human faces, like locked in permanent screams. And instead of a spider's face, it has a human smile 
an enormous human smile of grinning perfect pearly white teeth and it advances on you as the fortress starts to crumble all around you. Hello everyone, it's Matt, and thanks so much for listening to the 47th episode of the Actual Play.network podcast. This is part 3 of The Beaten Generation, uh, a game we're playing using the Fate Accelerated rule set. I am the Game Master for the series, Andrew plays Jenny Haversham, Chris plays Rudy Clay, and Gino plays Martin Rothschild. If you like the show, tell a friend or please review us on iTunes. We only have one review, and it is not especially positive, so I'd love some good reviews to balance that out. If you do leave a review, and I don't thank you immediately, please uh, send me an email or find me on Twitter. Um... And I will thank you on the show. You can find all our Twitters on the website. You can Twitter away at any of us, even though Twitter kind of sucks right now, but that's okay. Uh, our email address is gm at actualplay.network. Gino does tailor card illustrations for our site. If you dig his art, he also has a long-running webcomic up at pizzapranks.com. Please check that out. Music this week is by The The, The Handsome Family, Andy Skip Robinson, Musevid Production, and Sarah Dickinson. Links to all on the website at actualplay.network. You can leave us a voicemail at 508-817-3408, or like I said, our email is gm at actualplay.network. Andrew and I have another podcast, a monthly show called the GoldenAgeHorror.com podcast, which is an exciting look at horror movies from before 1979. Web and podcast services provided by Wailing City Web. Check out WailingCityWeb.com for more information. Thanks very much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week.